0: Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Well, hey there, artists, and welcome to another episode of the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast. I'm really excited that you're here with me today and that you're listening to this episode about creative burnout, okay, because it is something that I feel Happens so frequently to us as creatives that is not talked about. Sometimes we may feel embarrassed if we're in this position. And sometimes we might naively feel that, oh, I would never get burnt out because I love my creativity. Um, that was me. <laughs> that was my sort of naive position, maybe a prideful position. I'm a very uh, go-action type person I love to get into my studio I love to produce work uh whether that be you know producing my actual physical paintings or whether that be getting in there you know creating content for my students doing these podcasts I love it and I love to give and love to outpour because I feel like there is a need I feel like a mother hen uh needing to come and help you all to grow in your creative practice But there's this fine balance and if you want to use the, well I love to use the analogy of a cup, you can't pour out to others, you can't pour out into your studio and create your best work if your cup is not filled. And I feel like as women we are natural born nurturers which is beautiful, that is our strength, we love to give, we love to nurture, we love to help people grow but sometimes we do that at the expense of our own health, at the expense of our own creative practice, and at the expense of our own joy. So often creative burnout happens because you have given too much of your cup, okay? You're poured out into others, or you're getting consumed with other things, and you haven't taken that time to refuel your own now I've heard this talk you know I follow a lot of fantastic creative entrepreneurs and they've talked about their seasons of burnout and I honestly thought I'll never go through that because I love working and I love working hard and I will be fine and I'll just soldier on and figure it out prideful, I know, but uh, that didn't work. (laughs) It did happen and I'm glad it did because I am here to share with you and talk about it because I feel it is my responsibility. I love to go through, or I don't love to go through things, hard things, but I love to get to the other end, to master it, to come back to help you so that you can hopefully, learn from what I have been through and not have to go through what I've been through. Or you may be able to identify where you're like currently, oh, look, I might be getting a little bit burnt out in my creative practice. Here's some strategies I can use to prevent me getting to full-on burnout because I don't want you to be in that position. Okay, so first of all, I want to talk about why creative burnout happens. The reason for that is because I feel like we need to identify why we actually get there rather than, oh, here's some of the solutions. If we can go from rather, you know, rather than being the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, <laughs> let's be the ambulance at the top saying, hey, here are some strategies that you can do to prevent you from even getting to that position. So like I mentioned before, burnout happens for us because as women, we are overgivers. Okay, and that can come up in so many different ways for us. It could be our time. So it could be that we feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many responsibilities in our life. It might be, you know, family. It might be uh, extended family. It could be housework. It could be a job. It could be trying to juggle being a full-time artist or being a full-time worker and trying to build your creative practice. So you've got all this time that you feel like you're giving out to other people. It could also be your energy, whether that's your physical work energy, okay, so it might be you've got like a lot of actual tasks that you're doing right now, or it could also be your emotional energy. Now, depending on whether you're an introvert or extrovert, if you're an extrovert, when you are around a lot of people, that's going to fill your cup, okay, so that's awesome, but most Creatives, and this is a very generalization most creatives are introverts. So we get our energy from being alone, and it's almost like we need to. Have that alone time so we can fuel ourselves, so we can get out there and keep on giving. It could be that you overgive with your money. Now, this is a biggie. It might feel like, you know, someone comes along, they've got a problem. You may be really good at managing your money and you're just like giving, giving all your money out to other people to solve all these problems. And then when it comes to looking after yourself, you're like, oh, I Really would love some extra cash for me, whether it be to go buy your art supplies, whether it be to go and buy yourself a nice meal or spend time, you know, pampering yourself with a coffee or a massage, those kinds of things. Another way that we overgive, and I am guilty, 100% of this, and I'm working on this, is working for free. And I'm going to do a podcast coming up on this, but this is where we feel like, oh, there are so many people out there that need me or they need my advice and I feel guilty about charging them, so I'm just going to work for free. So I do that a lot, especially with my challenges that I run and the launches that I run. They are not free for me. Um, You would be shocked if you saw the Facebook ad budget that I spend on those kinds of challenges and launches. Often, 99% of the time, which probably 95% of the time, they have produced a higher return. Okay, but there has been times when I have worked for free. I've run these challenges and they haven't been profitable. So I'm outpouring, 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 overgiving, okay, to the expense where you are depleted the other reason that creative burnout can happen is a routine okay just going through the motions now I tend to be in two camps I love routines I love structure and this is something that I've had to put into my business because I went from oh, a nine to five better word maybe it wasn't really a nine to five it was teaching so it was like eight to three or whatever went from the 9 to 5, right? And then I came in to work into working to a business and you can work anytime And when I first started, I worked 24/7. So basically, you know, you're, you're it's from the moment I get up, I'm thinking about my business. I'm working on my business. I'm coming up with ideas. I would go to sleep and I would struggle to even turn my brain off, okay? Then You kind of put in place these little routines where you're like, okay, I'll get up, I'll go for my walk, I'll do this. And it becomes very structured, very boring. And I found like, why am I kind of losing my creative spark? It just felt like Groundhog Day. Ground? Groundhog? Groundhog Day. Especially when we're going through the um, crazy world moment, when we're locked in our homes and doing all that. It just felt really boring. And as a creative, I... I love routine, but I I love spontaneity. I love to just go, oh, let's go out and do something fun. Or uh, I love living in the city where I uh, go for a walk and something random would happen. Or I'd see a really cool new street art come up or a new shop or a new coffee or a new... Outfit, there's all these really cool things happening. So when we get stuck in our day-to-day routine, it can kind of wear that free creative spirit that just wants to kind of be a little bit rebellious, uh, a little bit fun. They kind of get pushed down a little bit. Another reason burnout can happen, creative burnout, is when we are creating to sell. So if you've been in, or even if you haven't, if you've been in your creative practice for a while, You will learn what work is selling. And sometimes, you know, you you might flip through different styles and some particular work is going to start to sell, okay, and be in demand. And it might be that that particular work, and this has happened to me, you're not, you personally don't vibe with. But it's selling and you're in business and you need to make some money. So you kind of end up locked into that where you're feeling, oh my gosh, I've got to create these works that have this certain color background and use these certain colors because this is what is matching the decor right now. And it's, it's great financially, but at the other point you feel like, oh my gosh, this is, this is not what I wanted in my creative practice. And you can kind of feel like... You are almost, as a strong word, but you feel like you're almost prostituting your creativity in order to make that money. The fourth reason that creative burnout can happen is you have no margin in your life for fun or experimentation. So you might have totally booked out your days. Now, depending on whether you're doing your full-time job and your art on the side, this could happen to you where you're like, you're going to your day job. Okay, you're going home. You might have kids, responsibilities, dinner. You are then going, I'm going to build my art business. So you're in your studio and you're working on everything. And then it's just get up again, go, go, go and drive, drive, drive. And sometimes, you know, we have to do that for a season. You know, especially if we're trying to transition from having a full-time job um, into our art career. But you must leave some time for margin or experimentation. And what I mean by that is... I used to always work, mostly Sundays I don't work, which is really good, that came through us um, with going to church and things on st- Sundays, which, you know, you used to always, we used to always be told about, keep the Sabbath day, whatever day, it could be any day in the week of a day of rest, and I never understood it until I went into business for myself because you are just constantly thinking and thinking about your creative practice and all these responsibilities you have and you must have a day. Otherwise, you feel like it never stops. You never fill your cup. So you have to take that time for fun. So it could be, you know, like just setting boundaries and going, I'm going to keep Saturdays free or, you know, I'm going to do something fun with the family on Saturday or I'm going to take Sunday off or it could be, you know what, I'm going to work on a new project in my studio this week that is not about producing anything to sell. Okay, I've got these artworks that I know that are selling, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start something that's going to fill my cup okay so that's why it can happen is that we we don't leave any margin for fun and creativity and that kind of stuff is what brings us creatives alive and often when we switch our brains off the actual process of creating and we go out there we relax we have fun we rest that's when all these cool ideas come to us and if that does happen (laughs) which it does and you're like I'm trying to rest have a notebook honestly I will you know, if I have something, I'll write something on a little notebook beside my bed, or I'll pull out my phone, and I'll email myself a random note of something that I need to remember, the fifth reason that creative burnout can happen is, I've been creating for a long time, okay, so it's, it's like any job, guys, like, I think we come into an art business, and we're like, this is going to be the best thing ever I'm going to be inspired absolutely every day I'm never going you know oh, cool I've left my boring job and now I'm an artist this is bliss okay and honestly for the first six months yeah kind of is and then it does become a job because the reality is your art business is your income and it can feel that way so when you've been creating for a long time Uh, running an art business it's it's natural for burnout to happen when you're continually going through those motions so that is some just ways that some things that can happen okay so we're giving too much we get stuck in the routine we're creating to sell we've left no margin for fun in our lives or we've just been creating for a long time this is what can cause creative burnout here's how it shows up in your creative practice First one is lack of motivation. You just wake up one day or gradually over time and you're just like, nope, can't be bothered. Ah, yeah, I thought this would be really cool to be a full-time artist or I thought this would be really cool. I've got my studio, I was working on this series, but I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not motivated to go into my studio right now. And that motivation just goes down and goes down and goes down. And there's a difference. Like sometimes, you know, um, you won't always feel motivated. Okay, so like we don't always feel motivated to go to the gym and exercise or eat healthy. You know, we know that rocket science stuff, right? But they can also show up in our creative practice as well. Okay, there's a difference between I don't really feel it today, but I'm going to get up anyway and go to work and, you know, go to my studio and do that. This is a lack of motivation. It's just like, it's not there. Like all the old tricks that you do, like going into your studio, I'm just going to go in for half an hour and then I'm going to find the flow and then, yeah, cool, I'm going to be away and really excited and you're doing that and it's still not happening. The other way burnout shows up is you have a real disinterest in what used to light you up. Okay, and this is kind of along the lines of, they say this is one of the symptoms of depression as well. You just like, you used to love art, you used to love creating, you used to get really inspired, you used to love going to the art stores or going to the galleries, you love to get up in the weekends and spend your Saturdays, get your coffee, go into your studio, work on your practice but you just, you're not interested. People talk to you about, oh did you hear about this new artist or did you hear about this new show and you, you just feel really neutral. You're just like, no I'm not interested that's a real sign that you're heading into creative burnout another one that shows up is frustration or anger and this is kind of the emotion where this kind of comes it's kind of like a grief it's very similar to grief and the fact that you you go through that grief process you lose interest you don't want it and then you get really frustrated or really angry with things, and your attention span gets really short, so it might be that, um, you know, you used to love posting on your work on Instagram, and you get all these cool comments, and you'll be responding to them, or in this case, you know, someone might post, or say something that is really not positive, or not helpful, and you just go off, like, you get really angry, really frustrated, you may not take it out on them, but you might just be like, ah. Or it might be that you know, you're know you getting more clients come through that are wasting your time or that something's happened or wrong and you just find your attention gets really short and you just get really, really frustrated and angry. That's a sign that you're burnt out because you're not having the same amount of patience you used to have when you were filled with your creative cup. The fourth way that burnout shows up is just procrastination. You just like put it off. And put it off and keep putting it off until the last minute. Or you just write it off completely. You're just like, I'm not having a bar of it. I don't want to do it anymore. And you just you just lose it, basically. So how burnout shows up? Lack of motivation. Disinterest in what used to light you up. Frustration or anger. And procrastination. So, I know this doesn't really post a pretty picture (laughs) for us, but it is something that we need to be aware of and how these symptoms can come up. Thank goodness there is a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? So, there are some things that we can do that I have realized that I was told to do right at the start by well-meaning artists who had been ahead of me and I pridefully thought I would be fine I would never need to I will never experience burnout or I'm fine I don't need to put fun in experimentation I'm a go-getter I can just work 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 learn the hard way so here are some things that you can do one love this It'll be a challenge for you, especially if you feel like your business is the only financial income stream coming in and you're getting caught into the process of selling. But trust me, this is going to help you so much to prevent burnout and that is to create space in your studio for experimentation. Okay so this is where yeah go on if you've got commissions if you've got work that you know that is selling that is bringing in the income honestly that is awesome okay and that is going to give you some security in your business but carve out some time whether it's just like half an hour at the start of your day or one day a week or half a day a week where you are in your studio trying out new stuff. Okay, because I don't want you to get caught in that routine of producing the same stuff over and over and getting locked in what your clients want rather than what is actually going to fill you up. Okay, the positive of this is that it is often those times when we are experimenting in our studio, we allow ourselves that time, that we come up with our best ideas and ironically, The work that we are most joyful about ends up being the work that ends up selling because people can honestly see that creativity and can see that fun coming through your work. It is such a beautiful experience. And I want you to build a business around creating artwork that you love, okay? So we can avoid this burnout. So make time in your schedule for experimentation. The second thing is I want you to switch up your studio space, okay? Now, it's kind of like... I. Uh, as a teenager, I don't know if this was you, this was me, right, I changed my room around all the time, and it just felt like there was this new energy, like I was a new woman, (laughs) it's like, or a new child, a teenager, um, exerting, you know, my new personality or identity, I got got bored with the same thing, like I said, I love routine, but deep in my heart, I'm a creative, I've moved a lot, in my life, and I think the most I've ever stayed at one home or physical location is probably where we are now, is about three or four years. And then I'm just like, I gotta move, I gotta move. I remember living in Wanganui. When I was there, I had four years of art school and two years after, and I think I moved seven times. It was insane. (laughs) My family just got sick of moving me around. Okay, so, but switching up your studio space, you know, because you go in, it looks the same. Move things around. It's just going to really open up your mind, open up your capacity, and show you something new and fun. The third thing you can do is to switch up your media. So if you are predominantly a painter why don't you go and do a life drawing class or go and do some glass blowing or ceramics or even go and start doing a cool like zumba art class (laughs) zumba art class zumba exercise or yoga or um Oh, those beautiful floral shows, you can go and you can create those um, headpieces, I forget the name, Um, those crown type flower crowns, or floral arrangement, or cooking, or there's so many cool activities, go and switch up your media and use your creativity in a different way, it's going to really just kind of almost like sets up these different firing neurons in your brain that get you really excited and invigorated. The other thing you can do is if you feel like you're getting burnt out is to take a break. Okay, now sometimes it's easier said than done. This is why I always encourage to have other income streams in your business. So if you feel like, you know, I can't step back from my art because that's my only income stream. Have you got some print income streams, some classes, some online courses, some other revenues, markets, um, even a part-time job to support you to allow you to take that time To have a bit of break from the constant creating. That's going to really help you to prevent your burnout. The other thing that you can do is to take a class. Sign up for a course or even a creative retreat. Which is something really cool where you can just go. And the benefit of that is it's going to put focus on you. You're going to be able to step away from all your other responsibilities. You're going to be able to come in and have that time to fuel your cup. Because at the the summary of this all is that creative burnout is simply I just want you to think of a cup, okay? If if your cup is getting drained, you know, beautiful coffee cup, tea, whatever you like to drink, your cup cup is getting drained. You're not going to be able to pour out to anyone else. So you have to take that time, find what fuels your cup. We all have different ways. For me, I need a lot of alone time. I like to go to the city on the weekends because it's fun. It's out of our boring like suburb (laughs) that we're currently living in. There's so much visual inspiration around there. But I also get tired out there because there's a lot of people and I'm an introvert. So I come back. I have those times. Feeling myself, I found that you know, trying something different in my studio, giving myself the freedom to put in other income streams so I can go and focus on some new creative ideas, all these things that I'm doing to fill my cup. Because the more that my cup is full, the more that I can pour out to others, and it just becomes this beautiful cycle. It's something that we need to keep working on. So if you feel that you are in the season of creative burnout, if you need something to spark your creative juices back up, I did create the 21 Sparks of Creativity course. I actually did this for me um, from a season where I felt like I was burning out and I loved it because it's just a short like five ten minute tutorial every day you can do it once a day for 21 days it's a great habit to have or you can just pull them out when you need it and it will teach you different art techniques it will just kind of get you out of your funk and get you excited about your creativity again uh, you can join it at any time self-paced I'm gonna pop a link in the show notes for the 21 spikes of creativity but do your best creatives you are beautiful you have so much to give But in order to be able to give that creativity, that love, that nurturing spirit out into others, do make sure you're taking care of yourself and filling up your cup. Okay, lovelies, that is us for this episode. I will be back here next week for another episode to inspire, encourage and equip you to build the art business of your dreams. I'll talk to you then. Bye now.